Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. It was the last inning of the game, and we were down by two runs. It had been a long, hot summer in the softball league. We had a very good year and made it to the finals. The finals came after having to win three games the same day. We were tired, but we were excited. We loved the fact that we had a chance to take home the first place trophy after a long season. Here's the challenge. The top of the inning saw one of our key players lost to an injury. We were down to nine players in a 10-player game. Fortunately, we were at bat. The bottom of the last inning started well with a single by our leadoff hitter. Then it went badly for us. The next two players made outs. That is when our best hitter came to the plate, and he came through for us. He hit a double, but that still left a man on second and a man on third. And we were still two runs down. So here is what I have not told you. My son stopped by to see the game. He was on our roster, but never really played. I just wanted him on the team. He's not what you would call the most athletic person. He's a big kid, not very fast, but has a great sense of humor, and everybody on the team loved him. We needed him to fill in because we had to have a minimum of nine players or we would forfeit the game. With the game on the line, Guess who came up to bat? You guessed it, my son. This is when some very interesting team dynamics came to light. The other team started to make fun of him. Then the first pitch came, and he missed it by a mile. He missed it by so much that the other team started to laugh. And congratulate themselves on the win. Of course, that didn't set very well with me. The second pitch was little better. He did make contact, but it was a weak foul ball. Two strikes, no balls, and things were looking dismal. I was the guy on third base. I called a timeout and started walking toward my son. I wanted him to know that no matter the outcome, I was proud of him. I pulled him aside and told him that whatever happens, I was thankful that he was on our team. Then I looked around and noticed several of our team members had joined us. It was one of those moments that transcended and became something much more important than the circumstances or the game. 
It was a defining moment for our team. We gathered around one of our players and gave him the encouragement and confidence to not be afraid. We were going to support him and accept him no matter what the final outcome was. I could see the confidence in him start to grow. We all returned to our places, and he returned to the plate. The other team continued their harassment and their jibes, their laughing and making fun of him. You can probably guess how anxious I was for him. I'm sure it's a dad thing, right? When I look back at my son, his whole demeanor had changed. He was determined focused, and even a little angry at how he was being discounted and made fun of. As the final pitch came in, I actually closed my eyes. Then I heard a sound that I never expected to hear. The sound of a bat solidly impacting with the ball. If you've ever played baseball or softball, you know there are different sounds when a bat hits a ball, depending on how good the strike is, where it hits the bat, it makes a different sound. This sounded absolutely crushed. I opened my eyes and I looked around. I picked up the flight of the ball as it was about mid-center field, and the ball was still rising. I was so shocked, I just stood there, watching the ball continue to climb. It was still going up as it passed the center field fence. That is when I noticed the runner on second base in front of me, waving his hands, trying to get my attention. He was about three feet away yelling at me to get off third base and go in and score. Well, we won the game with a walk-off home run in the bottom of the last inning. Of all people, my son, the least likely part of our team, the member of our team who almost never played, the least athletic, the least skilled in the game, had delivered the win. This was one of those moments in life that you never forget. And yes, this is an absolutely true story. So why am I talking about a softball game that happened years and years ago? Because I think it was a great lesson in team vitality or team success. There are five drivers of team success. And here they are. Trust, motivation, change, the ability to change and embrace change and work through change, execution, and of course, teamwork. Now, instead of using the psychometric terms that I normally use 
to describe these and, and describe what they look like in an assessment, like a team assessment, I want to do something different. I want to use that true story I just told you to focus in on these key drivers of success. So let's start with trust. Our team trusted each other and we cultivated trust to encourage every team member. From the most skilled to the least skilled, everyone was trusted and everyone practiced trust. Even when we were down and things looked unwinnable, we practiced trust. Trust is the glue that holds teams together, no matter the circumstances. And trust is the fuel that drives teams forward. Motivation. Our team encouraged each other and picked up the slack when another team member fell short. This accelerated the motivational impact that was available to each team member. We were open and honest, but not blaming or complaining. We had a we disposition instead of a me disposition. Change. In the face of change and challenge, we adapted. We lost one of our best players, and one of our least skilled players showed up and filled in. And that made all the difference in the world. This helped us to be more agile and less dependent on fixed approaches or solutions. We were resilient, dealing with whatever the reality was that we were facing. Execution. We took personal ownership of our efforts and we followed through. We knew that our role was specific and that we had to do the things each of us needed to do to play well as a team. And we executed to the very best of our abilities, some better than others, and that's okay. There were more talented teams than ours, but there was no better team when it came to playing together as a team and executing. Teamwork. Our team never relied on just one captain or one leader. Every team member was a leader because they led themselves first. They were good leaders of themselves, their skills, their effort. And when you put that together with an entire team, the teamwork effort, the energy that comes out of that is far beyond one plus one equals two. We led ourselves and we influenced other team members at the same time. We knew that to win consistently, we would have to play as a team. We practiced and we played hard, but we did it as a team. We shared skills and learning with each other so that every team member could improve. You can start to see 
how these five drivers of team success can be applied to any team. It can be a sports team, like ours was, or it can be a team at work, or it could be a team in a nonprofit. It could be a team, it could be a family. There are so many different types of teams. If we understand the drivers of success for teams, we have so much better chance of being successful as a team. So how do we measure those drivers in a team? And that's where we get to really the focus of of this episode, which is team assessments. And specifically, the assessment that I'm going to talk about is the one I use called Team Vital Signs uh, by Six Seconds. Today, we have very good assessments that can measure these critical success factors. They can also measure important outcomes. So I'm looking at a model right now, and I know you can't see this, but I'm looking at a model of the dashboard of what we see in one of these team assessments or these team vital signs assessments by six seconds. And there is a measure of each of the success factors, the drivers of success. So trust, motivation, teamwork, execution, change. We can see actual measures of each of those. And then in the next block over on this dashboard, we see engagement levels. How many people are engaged? How many people are neutral? How many people are disengaged? By the way, engagement is a very big deal. Engagement is the emotional commitment someone makes to the effort, to the team, to the organization, to clients, to whoever. It is that above and beyond attitude. Then there's the next block in the dashboard where we see the measures of outcomes. So what are the outcomes for a team? Sustainability. Can they keep doing it? Keep having success? Satisfaction. Are they getting satisfaction out of the work they're doing as a team? Results. Are they actually putting out good results and they feel like the results they're getting are valuable? And agility. Do they have the resilience, the agility and adaptability to be change embracing and to move forward and take whatever comes at them and do the very best they can with it? And then we have other measures like the team orientation. Are they, are they more focused towards people, towards strategy, toward the organization, toward operations? Which quadrant do they fall into? And the quadrants are made up of, say, people and strategy or people and operations or the organization and strategy or the organization and operations. Now, I know that's a lot to think about right now. But just think about having a team style where you have an understanding of what the style of that team is, how that team tends to approach challenges and opportunities. 
Then the next block in the dashboard talks about pulse points, which are things you are, can actually measure. Every success factor, trust, motivation, teamwork, execution, change, has three pulse points that you can track. What are pulse points? Well, they're things like feedback, focus, divergence, celebration, connection, joy, meaning, autonomy. I mean, there's so many of these. And if you have an idea of where that team is with each of those pulse points by psychometric measure, you have an incredible advantage to help each team member and each team lift themselves up into a more satisfactory place, a more high-performing place. The last block on the dashboard looks at the individual team members and how close together they are in the measures of this assessment. So is it low cohesion, which means they're kind of spread all over the place, or is it high cohesion where they're very close together? Is it low strength in certain areas or is it high strength in some areas? So there's many different ways to measure team effectiveness and measure, well, honestly, things that you can make key performance indicators, goals for each team out of. One of the most difficult things in the work that I do with organizations, teams, individuals, and people in their lives, how do you measure and create developmental KPIs, developmental goals? I mean, you can say, well, I want to get better at this, or I want to get better at that, or gosh, I wish we could reach this goal or that goal. Well, that's all great, but what is the pathway to get there? That's where the KPIs come in. That's where the step-by-step approach comes in, a pathway to success. There's so much data here that we can't possibly review at all, but there is a link to on our YouTube channel that talks about the team vital signs. Just at EQFit, go to YouTube, and then at EQFit, and you will find that team vital signs video where I walk through an entire report and help people understand Now, why is that important? Well, think of it this way. How do you measure team performance and team vitality? Is it important to know how highly functioning that team is? Is it important to know how vital that team is? Vital means how much energy do they have? How much focus do they have? How much engagement do they have? Can you create developmental KPIs for your teams? Well, if you don't have some kind of good measure, and by the way, just a side note here, all the assessments that we do for people, they're all about doing a few simple things. It may be complicated to get there, but the outcomes are pretty simple. They, they bring insight, clarity, and a path forward. What's the right direction to go? 
That's why we do assessments. Would you make a critical decision in your life without getting the best information you can? Probably not. What could you do with this type of information? As you can see in what I talked about in that Team Vital Signs dashboard, that team that I'm looking at is not doing well. And I know that you can't see that, but they're struggling. They're, they're not doing very well. But now we have valuable data to point us to why they're not doing well and what is needed to help that team become a higher performing team. The assessment provides insight, clarity, and a clear path forward. And that's why I love these assessments. They are truly actionable data. And you don't get that with every assessment out there. And there's lots of free stuff online. There's all kinds of things like that you can do. But if you truly want actionable data that gives you deep insight, real clarity, and a clear path forward, talk to somebody like me who is a professionally certified assessment provider that can really interpret for you what that data means. I mean, it's your life, it's your team, it's your organization. Isn't it worth investing to get the very best out of that? Even better, we can take these measures periodically and track improvement. Think about how good that is where we can actually see how people are improving and we can make adjustments and move teams to that next level of performance. Assess, equip, align, then succeed. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.